accident or slip and fall. We here at the Boca Clinic are readily available six days a week to treat you by providing long-term relief through addressing the cause of the injury and not just treating the symptoms. Daily stress to the body causes the spine to misalign resulting in poor posture and poor nerve flow. Dr. Klein provides a relaxing environment where the clinic focuses on strengthening and healing both muscle, soft tissue, and realigning the bones. We are located at 1601 Clintmore Road in Boca Raton. Call now, 561-988-1998. Suncoast Marketing, we deliver bright ideas in design, print, promotion, and distribution. Suncoast Marketing for over 40 years, serving South Florida, as well as the entire U.S., and even internationally, from right here in South Florida. Call us for all your printed documents, promotional products, trade shows, labeling, digital marketing, web design, SEO, and social media marketing. Visit us at suncoastmarketing.com or simply call 954-583-4351. Welcome to the Two Minute Warning, a sports talk platform that will examine current issues in the world of sports, the athletes, and the communities they impact. With your host, former NFL star Benny Blades. Benny will be speaking with both current and former athletes, asking the questions about the lessons they've learned on their journey and how they impact the community. Call into the show now at 888-565-1470. Mr. Blades, are you ready? Yes, I am. How you doing? I'm your host, Benny Blaze. Welcome to another show of the Two Minute Warning. Uh, I'd like to thank my sponsors um, for um, just sticking with me during this uh, difficult time during COVID. Um, my guest tonight is Mr. Zach Crockett. But before I get to Mr. Crockett, I want to go through some uh, NFL notes. You know, uh, training camps have started this week. And the players will be tested on a daily basis, you know, as, as, a, as a part of their um, regimen daily. They, they will be tested. The, uh, as far as the NCAA, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the I think Mountain West have all – yeah, the Mountain West have all canceled their seasons. So college football is waiting on the ACC, the SEC, to decide what they're going to do. I mean, we're, we're living in difficult times right now. But those are just some small notes from around the country. Now I want to get in with my good friend, Mr. Zach Crockett. Are you there? Zach, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. How's it going? It's going pretty good, going pretty good. Uh, before I get into uh, <laughs> it with you, uh, I want to talk a little bit. Before I get into what you're doing right now, uh, look, everybody knows you're, you're, you're a Florida State Seminole. I'm a, I'm a hurricane. I ain't going to never hold that against you. Okay? <laughs> I, no, no, I, look. I'm just saying you had some rough four years up there. Were you a part of that wide left, wide right? I was a part of that, but we asked. We, I won winning year, so you know we can we can pull it off with you guys. You know we went back and forth a lot, so I can say that it was some good battles. Yeah, epic battles. Uh, I tell people all the hey, time. Uh, a a, a Nolan and a Kane can hang together, but it's hard. 
for the gate. Tell you that. That, that, that okay. that's the one thing. We, hey, I can hang with a cat. <laughs> I'm going over with them on the free park shortly. But I, like I said, I can hang with the canes. It's hard to hang with those gators. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, you, you said a mouthful there. That's why a lot of my friends, look, I had two sisters that went to Florida State, so you guys are all right with me. Okay? There you have. Yeah. But a guy you played with at Florida State, I, I had to go back and reminisce about him, Charlie Ward. I tell mm-hmm. people, a lot of people don't remember Charlie Ward, but I tell people Charlie Ward reminds me so much, well, Lamar Jackson reminds me mm. of Charlie Ward back when Charlie Ward was at Florida State. Exactly. Do you, do you agree? I uh, totally, you know, the confidence level of not just him, but the, the, the bar that he raises around him, the guys elevate their play. You feel confident and comfortable going to a game. It's not, are you going to win? It's how many points we're going to beat the other team by. And uh, you have a guy in the right position that controls the team. He gives the confidence, gives the team, the team a, a certain type of swagger. When he walks on the field, you know, you stay loose. And when you got a team that's that confident, that loose, you know, that's the limit. And, and, and he's only going to get better. Um, you know, Charlie, you know, at, at, at the time back then, just a, a two-sport athlete, whereas, you know, he you know he can do whatever he wants to, whether it's basketball, football. And, you know, if you weren't going to draft him in the first round, he went, uh, he, uh, he chose basketball. He was going to go first-round basketball. And still had a heck of a career, 14-year career coaching and then, you know, not coaching basketball out there football uh, back in, in one of his hometown right now. But an uh, unbelievable guy. And, you know, and like you say, it reminds you so much. You know, both of them won the Heisman. You know, guys of, you know, just do well in their communities. Humble guys, both of them. And guys that, you know, you say, you know what, they did it the right way. You know, so you really can you respect those guys, you know, for their craft. And see, you got to listen to Mr. Crockett when he talks about high-caliber guys. This is a guy right now, over his 13-year career in the National Football League, he had a remarkable time. I mean, the coach didn't have to worry about Marshall Falk going down because they knew they had Zach Crockett to tote that tater. You know? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I look, I, I had to give it to you, my brother. You had a, you had a hell of a career. And uh, – Appreciate I just want people to know right now you're a Southeast uh, region scout for my Las Vegas Raiders. How, oh, how, yeah. how did you come oh, about yeah. being a, a, a scout, man? How did, how did you, how did that come about? Well, you know, I fell into it. You know, I've always, you know, when I finished playing, wanted to be a part of the game. I had a close relationship with the owner. I was in love with the team. Uh, and that was my second home. And anything that I, you know, can do, you know, after football, you know, I, you know, I was going to be a part of the team. And I just, you know, talked with the owner and the owner pulled me in and threw me, threw me in the fire, um, put, hooked me up to the, the scouting department and, uh, you know, put me with a group of guys that were remarkable, unbelievable guys that taught me the ropes. They hooked my wagon to, you know, a, a, a Tennessee Vole that played with the Raiders a long time, Mickey Marvin. He's, he's, he's no longer with us today, but he was a great man that taught me the ropes, taught me the lay of the land, how to scout, what to look for, and, you know, just guys that have played the game, that saw the game, and we could see it from a different perspective when you played the game. And, 
but he just taught you how to, you know, get yourself back in the fold, humble yourself, go around. And, you know, when, you, when you're scouting, you know the game, the game comes easy to you, but it's the little things you look for, you know, the body types, the, you know, how the kids carry them. It's a lot that goes into just watching a player, understanding the player, because you're bringing a kid to your own community. So it took me a few years to learn the lay of the land, especially in the Southeast, where it's the, it's the mecca of football uh, and where to stay, how many, you know, uh, donuts to bring to the different schools, uh, the move, you know, the, Make sure you get your interest into the, the schools and talk to the right people, know who to talk to. Um, and it's been great, you know, and, and but being a part of an organization like that that's take care of their players, guys that lay it on the line for you. Um, like they say, once a raider, always a raider, uh, is it's true to form, you know, and you know, I you know, I love them. They've always taken care of my family, always been there for me and my family. It's like right now, you know, hey. <laughs> You know, I've been with the organization uh, 22 years now, so it's it's a blessing. Well, I'm that's glad to, to, to hear because uh, on a lot of my previous shows, I've I've talked to the, the people and I've talked to different players, and the the general public just seems to think when you retire from football. That you know, you can just be a coach in the game. You can go into broadcasting, and I tell people that that's not always the case. You know, you 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 have to find. Go ahead, go ahead, and tell them. You know, that's not always the case. It's not that easy. And you know what happens is a lot of times, you know, when you're playing these games, and a lot of times these guys, you know, they see the future. You know, you think you can play forever, but you got to kind of plant those seeds that you know you know, that you're willing to, you know, do the groundwork. Because when I started scouting, you know, you got to show up on time. You got to, you know, you can't just come in, oh, I play football. And, no, they want to see if you're going to put those hours in. You're going to work. You're going to drive to different schools. You're going to humble yourself when you go in and, and, and be willing to talk to any and everybody and, and dig. So you got to put the work in. And once you see that, people start opening doors for you. Because, you know, when I retire, you know, it, you know coming over to the other side in the front office, it was an eye-opener for me. So I was more interested in what was being said, how it was being done, what was being said about myself, you know, and my brother, right. my, my close friends, all you guys. You know, so I really studied the game, studied before, studied how other people wrote reports and everything so I can build and build my craft off of other book my gumbo and make it my way, you know. So, and learn from others that are doing it that, you know, I, we had a, a, a veteran group. So you kind of learn from those guys at the same time. But it's not easy. It's who you know. It's how you represent you. Carry yourself because whether you know it or not, people are watching you. You know, and people, you you know people want you to be a part of the organization or a part of their business. You know, they'll throw notes out to you, talk to you about it. You know, are you interested? Because a lot of times sports want people that have played the game or been a part of the organization to come back to the organization and work because they're familiar with you. They, you know, they know what you know what they're looking for. They know you know how to build that organization for the future, and you're an alumni as well. You know, so yeah, it works. Yeah, you, you, you're definitely right because, uh, like you said, the Raiders always take care of their own, and, and, and I love that about them. But tell the people when you're away from the game of football. Now that Crockett Foundation is something that oh, I, I, I try to tell my brother. I aspire to get the Blaze Foundation to where you guys are now. Tell the people what you're doing out in the community. 
Man, we, you know, it, it, it's amazing. You know, from the when Henry first started, he was um, team manager for in Atlanta when he first started and when he was playing with the Falcons. And he took, you know, some kids that he mentored and, and walked them all the way through high school and college and everything. And we were basically just, you know, mentoring these kids. It started that way. And then, you know, me and him partnered together and we're just like, you know, we can make bring it back home and make it bigger and better. You know, can we reach kids because someone before us pulled us forward, you know, and took care of us and looked out for us, made sure we were prepared for school and had the education that we did. So we wanted to give back and do the same thing. So we kind of brought it back to the, the neighborhood, started the football camps in that area, and then from that, you know, went into mentoring programs and then went to middle schools and, you know, became more in tune to, you know, being more innovative, teaching these kids more innovative ways to learn with the coding systems and we just call them branched out and just call them fire. You know, the more we can do and the more resources we can give families and kids in our inner cities and our just communities, period, you know, it makes the, the neighborhoods and the kids better. And, and, and like I say, some of our principal, Mr. James Jones, Ms. Bouchard, they did that before saying, before did that for us and made sure that we had a, a, a level playing field, had the knowledge of making sure we had SATs, making sure we had uh, more innovative ways to learn, to be prepared for tests, and men in our communities, but also to go and get a college degree. So it blossomed from that, and trying to mix it with football, the kind of things that we were doing. When you come into the league, you have entrance exam in NFL. You take all the physicals and everything like that. When you leave the NFL, you have an exit physical. So, you know, you go around to all the different doctors getting your the hypertension, your blood test, your eyes, ears, everything. And it's almost the same thing that kids need when they're going back to school. So a lot of the hospitals have quotas and everything to meet. So we start partnering with hospitals and doing health clinics and everything and almost and mixed it with a back to school drive. And it worked well together because we were giving kids what they need to get back to school. We were giving them backpacks and everything. But also we were helping the parents. So we not only were giving kids a back-to-school physical. We were looking at it as an exam for us in partnering with the hospital, giving all these services to these parents so the parents can get checked out as well. But they had to get a card checked, uh, stamped, going through the process so we know they're not just getting the backpacks. We wanted the kids to have everything possible, the eyes, exams, the tests they need, the immunization signs and everything to go back. So we kind of it's like the whole gumbo together, which is healthy living, as well as being more innovative, make sure these kids prepared in school, as well as trying to make sure in our community, we build our communities up. And things just start to snowball and take over a life form on its own. And the most important thing about us athletes, a lot of us come into communities and do photo ops, do a football camp, do a clinic, and we leave. One thing about the Crocker Foundation that everyone loved about it and our sponsors and partners and all that, we were always hands-on. We was always there. These kids can touch us. These kids can pull us up. We come in, you know, we're there with the kids. We're cooking at, we're grilling out there for the kids. We making sure the kids, families in times like the pandemic, they have needs that, that are being met by the foundation and we're going and making sure we make sure they're safe, safety and checking on these parents and checking on these kids, making sure they're okay and wow. giving them the support that so it's a lot that goes on and i appreciate all you guys support over the years to just see how we've grown how we've you know been in some of these middle schools uh margate miller and other 
You know, we've reached a lot of these kids, you know, with, with our programs. We've been on college campuses, BCC college campuses and everything, United Way, Seminole Hard Rock Hotel, some of our major sponsors that, you know, really taking care of us, and especially Miss Susan out to the Hard Rock, taking care of us over the years. And uh, we really appreciate everybody because, you know, you, we lifting as we climb, we building and pulling kids forward to show them that, hey, you know what, if these kids can make it from Carver's Home, Pompano, Dilla High, BA, all these other Aquinas, anybody can make it in these interesting kids and do it the right way and continue, you know, after their career is over and done, continue to reach back and pull kids and, and families and, forward. And that's what it's all about. I'm going to take a yep. break right now, and me and you going to come back, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, come back in, and we're going to have fellowship with a uh, um, fallen soldier, Ricky Dixon, who we oh. lost uh, this past week. And we're going to talk about him a little bit, but let's go to a commercial break. Many patients are often, Many patients unsure, are where often unsure where to go for sports injury, car accident, or slip and fall. We here at the Boca Clinic are readily available six days a week to treat you by providing long-term relief through addressing the cause of the injury and not just treating the symptoms. Daily stress to the body causes the spine to misalign resulting in poor posture and poor nerve flow. Dr. Klein provides a relaxing environment where the clinic focuses on strengthening and healing both muscle, soft tissue, and realigning the bones. We are located at 1601 Clintmore Road in Boca Raton. Call now, 561-988-1998. Suncoast Marketing, we deliver bright ideas in design, print, promotion, and distribution. Suncoast Marketing for over 40 years, serving South Florida, as well as the entire U.S., and even internationally, from right here in South Florida. Call us for all your printed documents, promotional products, trade shows, labeling, digital marketing, web design, SEO, and social media marketing. Visit us at suncoastmarketing.com or simply call 954-583-4351. His abilities as a dry cleaner are so undeniable, dry clean only tags have his phone number printed on the back. Stubborn stains sometimes call him late at night just to apologize. His pickup and delivery service is so fast, his vans have pit crews. He is the most interesting dry cleaner in the world. You don't always dry clean, but when you do, use A&T dry cleaner. Stay dirty, my friends. Welcome back to the studios of the Two Minute Warning with your host, Benny Blades. Mr. Blades, are you ready? Thanks again uh, to my sponsors for uh, still sponsoring me throughout this uh, pandemic of times. But I, I want to bring on right now, along with Zach Crockett, I want to bring on a brother of mine, Kenny Berry. And we're going to just, uh, I want Kenny to come on and say a prayer for, like I said, a, a fallen soldier. Um, that trophy behind me, that Jim Thorpe trophy, me and, me and this young man, we won it. Um, at, at the same time, we were the only co-winners of the Jim Thorpe Award, and uh, it's always tough to lose a former NFL. I mean, he was a star, a bright star. And it, it's it's hard for me right now, but I want to bring Kenny on uh, to, uh, if you don't mind. Kenny, are you there? 
Are you there, Kenny? Well, me, me and Zach gonna talk a little bit about uh, Ricky Dixon. Ricky okay. Dixon was out. Are you, are you there, Kenny? Yeah, but Zach, uh, we we gonna talk because um, this young man, uh, I was the third pick in the draft, and he was the yeah. fifth pick in the draft yeah. for the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, yeah. I tell people all the time, uh, for a young man, his tenacity on the oh, football yeah, field. <laughs> he, 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 look, he he was a beast, uh, you know, at a safety at probably about 195, 197 pounds, soaking wet. You understand know me? Yeah. He would just he he would just throw himself around, and people don't really know. Zach, people just think because you play football that your body will, you know, be intact. Until you're 80, 90 years old, this this young man suffered from ALS. I mean, that's a debilitating disease, and I had that opportunity to go out and and, and see him. And when I when I when I tell you this, this, to see a person, I have right now another. When I say best friends, my William White, who's suffering from the same thing, ALS, and you know, I just I just tell people, I mean. I, I don't I don't know why people think that we as football players we're invincible. We're vulnerable to just about anything everybody else is. But you know, I mean you you're in the league now and this concussion protocol thing, you know <laughs> tell the people how you know, just a Hold little on. bit about how that goes. You know, it's, it, it's, it's tough, you know, because you, you know, you have to go through all these different doctors and, and go through the protocol and everything. And, you know, you, you never know if the doctors are for you or against you, you know, and with, with the test, with all the, especially the time that we played, you guys, <laughs> you guys are <laughs> bigger and, and stronger and, and, and bang harder than these guys, you know, that right now, you know, I came through the hole, I got down the line. You know, me and you had to negotiate on the sideline a few times before. <laughs> how this thing gonna go today you know so we're gonna be up you know how we playing you know we're trying to get get the big check money you know so you know it's the thing but you know you're throwing your bodies around as a physical sport you're banging you you know and we back then we just called them stingers you know and we didn't know all about the concussions and all that type stuff you know and we had numerous you know as many battles and stuff we all had out there on that field but ricky man threw his body around a guy was a smaller guy, but a bigger stature. And you guys, when you all came down here, you came downhill. And uh, and like you said, with the LS, man, to see guys that you loved and play with, strong men, men of big stature, they carry big sticks around when they played the sport, you know, just to see them in uh, such a weakened state. And uh, exactly. the Mickey Marvin. That, right. Yeah, I, the I think the Marvin thing that, that, yeah, but I think the thing that bothered me the most about Ricky's, plight yeah. okay the the league gave him money yeah. only because he developed als and then they came back a year later and took two million dollars of the money back you know wow. what i mean because of the medical costs and I, I tell people look you know I, I i i thank my lord and savior every morning i wake up 
that I don't. Get Kenny on the line. Kenny, are you there? I'm here, brother. How are we doing there? Please, my brother, can you can you can you, can you um, give us a prayer for for a, a fallen uh, warrior? Of course, of course. You know it is um, hard. To, you know you don't want to hear these things. It's sad to hear, and especially in such a time as this here. And we got a young man that you know is really just starting living his life, but you know suffered uh, from the we you know played this game here. Um, but I'm just going to, you know, win the prayer and um, that the Lord just watch over, cover, and keep, and um, just script him. And um, for all the other brothers that have been on this on this battlefield who are suffering from this and, um, you know, who has that potential as well to um, have the same fate, but we're praying that God will just cover. Father God, we're so thankful for your blessed grace and favor. We're thankful for your loving kindness and tender mercy. We thank you for your ever-abiding presence. We're thinking that you declare that you never leave us, not forsake us, Lord God. And we're, Lord God, heartbroken to hear, Lord God, that Ricky has transitioned, Lord God. But we know that you are the God that knows all things. And, and Lord God, knowing that you, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, has has a greater plan for him, Father. He's now on a, on a better team. But we're praying, Father God, for family and friends and those, Father God, that remain behind, Lord God, and that, we continue, Lord God, to just look towards you, that you give us that peace, Lord God, with past all understanding, that peace with God in our hearts, Lord God. But also, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, for the wisdom and the knowledge and understanding, Lord God, how to overcome, Father God, the different maladies of life that have traumatized us, Lord God. And, and Lord God, even some of the things that we have done, Lord God, and but praying and knowing that you are faithful and true, God, that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we actually think, Lord God, that you will just have your way in each one of our lives. We pray for the comfort of his family and Lord God and all of us brothers that 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 have grown to know him, Father God, and, and Lord God, and just praying that you, Father, just continue to cover all of us, you know, and all of those, Father God, who have suffered, Lord God, um, through the game of football and those, Father God, that are dealing with the different maladies, Lord God, and knowing that you are a healer, that you are a deliverer, Lord God, and I pray that you keep them with soundings of heart and soundings of mind, Lord God, and that your holy hand of mercy will rest upon them so mighty to keep them, Father God, from the danger seen and unseen, Lord God, and, and praying that you, Father, be glorified in all that is done. But keep Ricky's family and Lord God, his brother, Lord God, that have known him, and Father God has loved to watch him play, and just praying that you, Father, in the name of Jesus, just help secure and keep all others that may be dealing, Lord God, with this similar issue. But we're thankful for your divine presence, man, with us and keeping us. In your son, Jesus Christ, man, we pray. Amen. Amen. See, it, it, for me, and that's why we, we weren't on the air for the last two weeks. I, I've, I've been dealing, I've, I've lost four great soldiers uh, in my personal life. And um, and, I, and I thank Kenny for coming on and, and worshiping with us. Because I tell people, you, you have to know God and be uh, a vessel to... Um, to put your life on your line every time you step out on the football field. And I tell people, that's what we do. We put our bo mind, body, and our spirit on the line. And Zach, I thank you for coming on and sharing me and you, me and you being in touch because I, I, I want to get the Blaze Foundation along with the, the Crockett Foundation. I want to do great things here in Broward County. All right, my All brother, right. be well. And thank you for coming on, uh, Kenny. Uh, until we uh, meet again next week, uh, this is uh, Two Minute Warning. And I'm your host, Benny Blaze. Thank you, and good night.
Founder of Wines for Humanity is proud. Founder of Wines for Humanity is proud to team with Black Shiraz partner and former NFL star Benny Blades to assist in his Benny Blades 36 Foundation in helping children with special needs. Go to winesforhumanity.com, look for the three 20% off wine specials, make your selection, and use the code BB36F20. Please join the team through winesforhumanity.com or call Dana Lisa Torres at 561-445-7066. Thank you. You've been listening to the Two Minute Warning with Benny Blades. We hope you enjoyed this week's show. Tune in again next week for our next episode. You can follow the Two Minute Warning on Benny Blades' Facebook page and share it with your friends. Mr. Blades, get ready. Is an American made, all natural, gluten free potato vodka. Only 2% of vodka is made from potatoes. We use regionally grown potatoes and water from the Snake River Aquifer. We start with the best agriculture to make a superior product. It is rapidly growing as a bartender's choice drink. Go to ZodiacSpirits.com to find your cocktail. Remember, must be 21 years or older. Drink responsibly. ZodiacSpirits.com.